0: Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture, with me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, 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 English learners. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Michael and it's great to be talking with you here again. If it is your first time, then welcome. I'm so glad you could join me here to practice your English, listen to some um you know native English speaking, and also hopefully learn something new as well. So today, I'm talking to you on a beautiful and sunny Wednesday morning. You know, I feel quite happy because spring is finally starting to come. we've got flowers coming up, green starting to show, so that always puts me in a good mood and I hope. You know, wherever you are, the weather is, is good as well. Today, I want to talk about writing. So I've got many requests for this over, over the months and many people want to know how they can improve their writing skills in English. So I'm going to first talk about why you might want to improve your writing. You know, there's many reasons for this. Some of them might surprise you. I'm then going to talk about what I do, you know, my own writing practice and some bonus tips that can help you as well. I've got so many good ideas and I'm really happy to share these with you today. I think think they're going to be helpful. And before we get to that, I do want to mention that if you want to support the podcast, get the transcripts for the episodes, get access to online courses, join an online community, join group lessons live lessons, all of these things, so many things, then maybe you could consider becoming a Level Up English member. This is something fairly new that I've started in 2021, and it's just a great way to support the podcast and keep me going, but as well get a lot of benefits um, in return. So if you want to become a member and learn more about it, you can go to the website, levelupenglish.school. Even if you don't want to become a member, you can still head over there, check out the website, check out some of the free courses and just view the podcast page as well. In the podcast page, you can read all the show notes. I spend a lot of time writing up the notes there so you can read a summary of what I'm saying, um, any resources that I mention and you can also leave a message. It could be an audio message or a written message for a question for the podcast. So head over there and check it out. Consider becoming a member to get access to more ways to improve your English. Or just have a look, see what I've done to the website. It's a brand new website and I'm quite proud of uh, the direction it's moving in. So I hope you like it as well. So let's get into the topic of writing a little bit. So first of all, I want to discuss why you might want to improve your writing. So for many people, you might be thinking, well, I don't need to write. You know, I I want to speak to people. I want to travel. I want English for my career. I don't need to practice writing. And that's kind of how I feel as well in my language learning, to be honest. There are some of you as well, I'm sure, who need writing. So improving your writing skill I think most of all, it will allow you to consolidate what you know in English. And this word consolidate, that means to kind of get the things you know more stuck in your mind. And so, it's got the word solid, right? So, solid means like you can touch it. It's physical and it will not move. Consolidate. So, obviously, if you need to learn some English writing for an exam or your career or something like that, you have a clear motivation, this extrinsic motivation to study. If you don't have any real reason to study writing, then hopefully this uh, explanation will give you some motivation to do that. So remember that writing is an output skill. Output, this means that you are actively being creative with the language you're actively using the language rather than just having input. So input would be like reading and listening. You're absorbing the language. You're you're taking the English into your brain, but you're not really using it in a creative way. Output is much harder to practice. So output would be writing and speaking mostly. And this is when you're using what is in your brain to come out out of your mouth out on the pen, on the paper. So, I think one of the key ways to improve in any language is making sure you have a a good balance of input and output. So, that could be reading and listening versus speaking and writing. I've noticed even with myself that when I practice writing, it becomes easier for all of these new words and these new structures I've learned to come up um, in my speaking, when I'm, when I'm having like a speaking practice. So when I have like a daily writing practice, I'll practice some of the words I've learned, and then next time I'm speaking to my teacher or my language partner, these words will be in my brain and they'll be much more accessible, so I can grab them more easily. And another tip, remember that you don't need to write things by hand. So, obviously, if you enjoy writing on paper, feel free to do that. Focusing on the words with a pen may even help you concentrate and remember much more. But personally, I feel it's a waste of time for me. You know, I, can, I can get much more writing done if I'm typing on a computer. I'm not a big fan of writing by hand, you know, I haven't done it since school, so I don't see much reason to do that personally. So, I would just say do what you enjoy most, do what you think will be the least horrible for you. (laughs) But yeah, so to summarise, writing will actively help your spelling, your grammar, and the acquisition of new words acquisition is the noun of acquiring means getting new words. So it will help you learn these words more easily. Okay. So now I can tell you about my current practice and it's quite normal, I would say, but you might be able to learn something interesting from this. So what I am supposed to be doing at the moment, I'm not always good at keeping up with it every day. But every evening, every evening after work, I write a story on a document on my computer using the vocabulary and the grammar that I have learned recently. So usually I just write a paragraph or so. It depends on your level and how much you want to write. You don't have to do too much. It can just be like five sentences. It really doesn't have to be too much, but putting that habit in place that's the main thing you want to focus on. Once I finished my writing, I use a website called Lang8 to get corrections. I don't think they are open for new members at the moment, so I'm not sure that will be helpful for you guys. But you could create some kind of system like with a language partner where you correct each other's work or even pay a teacher to help you. You know, I have some students who I correct their writing for them every day. So they'll send me like a hundred words every day. And this is just their daily writing practice. I'll correct it for them. I'll send it back to them. And that's the kind of deal we have. And it's not too expensive. It's quite cheap for them as well. So you could find a teacher to help you do that. Or if you want a free and easy version, I recommend using Grammarly to help correct your work. So Grammarly is a great online software. It has a free and a paid version, but I will link this in the show notes. So you can just copy all of your writing onto Grammarly and they will kind of correct any grammar and spelling mistakes there. So, you know, it's not perfect because it is AI, you know, it's, it's automatic, but it does a really good job. It does a pretty good job. And then what I will do in my practice is the following day, I will review the corrections. So this is a really important stage, is learning from your mistakes. You know, It's good to make mistakes. It doesn't always feel good, but it's really good because that means you're improving. So learn from them and use what you learn to practice again in your next day. In terms of what you write, it could be anything you like. So here are some ideas. Here are some ideas. You could write a daily diary or a daily journal talking about your day, like what you did in the past, talking about your plan for tomorrow and the future. Um, I think this is good for beginners especially because it allows you to practice a bit with past tense and the future tense. That can be really good. If you are more advanced, you want something a bit harder, you could have like a deeper dive and explore your feelings and your deep maybe philosophical thoughts. Talk about, you know, where you think we're going in the future as a civilization. Talk about, you know, the meaning of life, if you like. Anything that comes to your mind, you can write down. I think that would be kind of cool. It could just be a topic that interests you. You know, think about a hobby or something new that you have learnt and imagine that you're trying to explain it to someone new. So, I have a few hobbies that quite hard to explain. So I think this is quite a good practice is I try to write them down and explain them to other people. And the really big benefit of doing this is this is likely going to be something you'll talk about in the future anyway. So you're just practicing a topic that you are likely going to talk about a lot. So that's a really good thing to do, I would say. Another one, if you're a little bit more creative, no, not so good for me, but some of you, writing a story and making up your own characters. This could be as simple or as complex as you as you like. It could be like a very simple fairy tale story, or you could make your whole universe and have a really complex timeline. But every day you could add a little bit more and expand your story. So just remember, make it fun, make it interesting, and See how you go. By the end of the year, you might have a whole book in English. That would be really exciting. Another idea is to write letters. Write a letter every day to an imaginary friend or a real language partner. So, you know, make sure they've agreed to this. Don't just send people long messages every day. (laughs) But if you have an agreement, you could send a letter every day to your friend or your partner and that's a great way to practice. You could even, if you wanna be a bit old fashioned, write physical letters to a pen pal across the world. So you try to find a way to make a friend in another country, write a letter to them, send it in the post, that's a really nice thing to do. Of course, the downside is it will not be a daily practice because letters take some time to deliver, but it could be a good thing you do once a week or so. Another idea is writing a poem or writing music. If you're more artistic, this could be a great thing to try. You could write music lyrics to a song you already know or just imaginary song. You could start a blog. Start a blog online and write whatever you want. And I think this is good because the possibility that other people can read it might make you more careful about your writing. If you're writing to yourself, you might not care about the mistakes so much, but if you're putting it on the internet, you're probably going to be more careful about the spelling and the words and the grammar, just because there's that possibility that someone might come and see it. Following on from this, you could go a bit more modern. You could post on Instagram with like a daily picture. Uh, It could be something you did today, anything like that and do a little bit of writing underneath the picture. Now, this is something that I'm considering doing, is just having like a picture of your day and a little caption underneath of what you were doing. You could also do the same on Facebook or any social media you like. You could even add a video of you reading your writing to practice your pronunciation as well. So if you think about Instagram, you could have like a video of yourself and the text underneath, you know, kind of like a transcript. One final idea, I know this is a lot, but I think there's so many good ways you could do it. And I want to make sure there are, you know, different methods for every kind of personality out there. So one last idea you could try is joining an online forum. So if you'd actually rather communicate with real people and you're not just writing to yourself, this can be a great thing to do join a forum or online community and get involved in the discussion. Share your opinions, talk about something you really enjoy. I think this can be a really great way to actually do something meaningful. So you're writing for a purpose, you're writing so people can understand you, you want to share your views on something and this is something that I might do as well and it's a great way to learn like how people write In real life. You know, not just formal writing or book writing, but really seeing how people will write casually on forums. If you're not sure what forum to join, did you know that I have one? (laughs) If you want to, you could join the forums on Level Up English on the website. So, these are kind of mostly dedicated to English discussion, questions about English, learning English, but there's also a section for general talk. So there you could just talk about your favorite movies, your hobbies, anything you like. So I really want to kind of get more people using the forums. I think it could be a great way to practice your writing and make friends as well. That could be fun. Okay, loads of tips there. If you want a summary of the tips, remember to check out the show notes for this episode. So that will be my website slash podcast 99. And now just to kind of round off and finish off today, I'm going to give you some bonus tips, some other tips. So if you want to practice your writing, one tip is to read, to read. So reading is a really great way to improve your writing. It might sound strange, but this is because you're witnessing, you're seeing other people's writing You know, you're not just writing yourself, but you're learning from their writing and how you can improve your own writing. So you can use what you learn in conjunction with, that means together with, your own writing practice. Another way is, this is what I do, is keep a record of new words that you learn. So whenever I learn a new word in Japanese, I'll write it down on my list and then I will try to use these in my writing. So, it's not just coming from my brain and I'm not just recycling, reusing the same words again and again, but I'm actually actively trying to expand my vocabulary. Another tip, this is something that I think really, really important, but everyone ignores. Well, many people ignore. This is learn punctuation. This is really important. So, some languages, punctuation, maybe it's not a big deal. You can kind of be a bit more free with it. But in English, there are so many punctuation rules. There's a correct way to do it and a wrong way to do it. So punctuation, you know, these are the little symbols like the full stops, the lines, the marks you have in your writing. And there's so many rules. So think about the commas. Even native speakers don't know many of the rules. You know, I often see many mistakes when I'm doing proofreading. You know, proofreading is where I'm doing corrections for my students' writing. And I see many mistakes about punctuation where people don't know where they should end a sentence. Maybe they keep putting commas and it's just one long sentence that doesn't really make sense. So learn punctuation and that will really drastically improve your writing and avoid misunderstandings as well. Another good tip, as I mentioned a little bit before, is to learn from your mistakes. So don't just write and write and write. I think it's really important to review your previous writing. If you can get some kind of corrections, learn from these corrections. So use what you learn to kind of influence your future writings. That would be very important to do, I would say. The last one is to learn conjunctions also called connectives. So these are words simply like and, but, because, while, whereas, all these kind of phrases that join sentences together. And this is a really good thing to do to level up your writing and expand your writing skill. One example is while, while this is good, that is better. And it allows you to make your sentences longer and just sound better to read, basically. Another example is even though. You could say, I don't like cheese, I like pizza. two simple sentences. To make it better, you could say, even though I don't like cheese, I still like pizza. And that's much more natural and much more advanced. Okay, so I've covered so much today, I've even inspired myself, um, if I can say that. (laughs) I've given myself a lot of ideas. So I might be joining an online forum, I might even make an Instagram page to practice my Japanese. I've got so many good ideas, and if I do any of these myself, I will update you in the future. I'll let you know how it goes. But in return, I hope you can update me So let me know if you take any of these tips today and let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear your experience as well. So in summary, like with any English skill, starting anywhere is better than nowhere. So it's not bad to think about your method and how you're going to do it. But remember, it's much more important you start today rather than continuously thinking about the best way to go about it and, you know, therefore wasting your time or delaying the inevitable. So start today and a year from now, you will thank yourself. Okay, cool. Well, to finish up the podcast today, I'm going to read a couple reviews to say thank you out there and end with a quote from my Instagram page. So I've got a few reviews to read. I've got one review from Waud, 1999. That's wa And they said, an amazing podcast. Thank you for everything. You are helping me a lot. So thank you very much. That's very kind of you to say. And I've got one more review from Alma99. And they said, hello, Michael. Thank you for your efforts to help us. I find your language easy and clear, and I am enjoying it. In the future episodes, can you use more advanced vocabulary? Ooh, okay. I'm not sure I'm smart enough to do that, but I will try my best to use some advanced vocabulary. Um, I've tried today a little bit. I you know, use the word consolidate. And what else did I say? Inevitable. You know, these slightly more advanced, I suppose. But yeah, I'll do my best to use more advanced words. But remember, most English speakers, we kind of talk with very simple words because, you know, people are lazy, right? but yeah, I'll see what I can do about that. So thank you to the reviews again. And just before you go, I will leave you with one quote from my Instagram page that may inspire you this week. So this quote is from Tim Sanders and he says, education without application is just entertainment. So in other words, I think this is saying, If you're not using what you know, then it's just entertainment. It's not actually useful. You have to use what you learn. So think about what that could mean to you and apply to your studies. But for now, I will let you go. Enjoy your week. Have a great time. And I'll see you hopefully next week. Bye-bye for now. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.